Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Hawks come out cold against the Heat and drop a home game to Miami. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks... Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Good! With point one. And the Hawks are going to win this game. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan. Most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ida. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball, and we are talking the next day <laughs> about a 117-109 defeat. Um, the Hawks lose to the Miami Heat without Jimmy Butler, without Tyler Hero, and without Caleb Martin. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. And on on the scale of bad losses for the season, um, I wouldn't say it was the worst, but, you know, listen, no losses are good losses. Let's just get that straight, right? And so if you're looking at degrees of losses, this one's got to kind of kind of be up there a little bit, you know. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We're going to go over game notes. We're going to go over some um, post-game stuff. And at the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you my few takeaways from tonight's loss, what this means. And, um, yeah, we'll kind of break it down that way. But um, first things first, again, this is the Hawksbeat Podcast. We would love for you to subscribe to us on our social media. Well, I'm sorry. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on our social media. There you go. Follow us and connect with us on our social media platforms. Um, If you're new into the site. Hey, hit us up, man. We're on all the social networking platforms. Uh, If you Facebook, we got you there. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, we got you on all those platforms. Um, So make sure you you, um, follow us and connect with us there. And like I mentioned earlier, subscribe to the pod and drop us a five-star rating. We would greatly appreciate that. To all the regs, what's up? What's up? What's up? Um... Let's get into it. Let's get into these notes and get into uh, the night that was in a game that became very frustrating. If you are Atlanta Hawks, uh, if you are a Atlanta Hawks fan, um, going into the game, Hawks five and three, Heat four and four, and the Hawks were four and a half point favorites. Um, <clears throat> I found out when I got down to the arena there was going to be no Jimmy, no Tyler, and no Caleb Martin. 
And um, if you want me to be honest, I was very concerned the moment I heard that. The moment I heard that, I was like, oh, boy. Right. And so, um, yeah, let's let's start with keys to the game. So if you are kind of new to this, I always kind of begin with with my keys to the game. I usually put them out on my um, Twitter again at Hawks Beat. Just follow us on Twitter and um, let's kind of take a look at the keys to the game. I, I said, number one, I said, don't let up just because Jimmy and Tyler aren't playing. I've seen this script before. <laughs> Talk about foreshadowing, right? I said, number two, spread the wealth. I said, the Hawks are best when everyone eats, you know, Um if you listen to my last podcast, I talked about, you know, it's good when, when somebody goes off. But this Hawks team is at their best when you got like six and seven and eight guys in double figures, I believe. Um, number three, I say you got to play a little D. <laughs> Pause. Uh, and number four, uh, shoot a three, make a three. You know, the three-point shooting I thought was going to be very um, valuable against a team like the Heat. And it was crazy because after the game, both – Coach and both Trey were like, yo, coach was saying that um, he felt like they didn't take a well, he, he felt like they didn't take there were some shots that they gave up. Right. Like and Trey was talking to them being about about being hesitant in uh, their decision making. And that kind of leads to turnovers. And that was a problem for the Hawks tonight as well. Well, last night. Hawks went with the starting lineup of Trey, DeJounte, DeAndre Hunter, and Jalen Johnson. And um, they were sporting their uh, their um, their new jerseys last night. And I thought their jerseys looked out. I mean, I'm not a big fan of them. I think they look kind of plain. But I do kind of like the the light blue, you know what I mean, even though it's not really Hawks colors. That was a dope feel, you know what I mean? Uh, before the game on the social media, we saw a video of DJ walking into the arena wearing DeAndre Hunter's jersey. <laughs> so I think that was kind of cool, man. Like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, kind of kind of brings a little camaraderie there. You know, he's walking up, you know, and uh, it's pretty dope. So uh, just take that for what it is, right? So let's get into these game notes, man. Um, first quarter was the difference in the game. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it was the difference in the game. Hawks build themselves. I mean, well, they kind of dig themselves into a hole. Um, the Heat put up 41 points in that first quarter. And, I mean, do I got to tell you that you can't let that happen? Do I have to say it? All right. You can't let that happen, right? Like, in the first quarter against a team without their three, well, not their three, their two high scores, uh, and Caleb Martin is very valuable too, so I don't want to, you know, under undersell him. But that first quarter was just, it was atrocious. Like, it was atrocious. Um, the shooting was bad and the defense was not good. And you can't, you simply can't have both of those things happen at once. Um, from the outset, Bam out of bail was the best player on the court. I thought Bam Adebayo was the best player on the court for three quarters. Um, outside of the 14 Trey gave you in that fourth quarter, but um, for the most part, Bam was, was just on both sides of the ball. Like, he was he, like he was really good. And so I was kind of pretentious. Uh, in the first quarter, I was like, yo, I was like, Bam, you know, he's got eight quick points out the gate. But I said this, and this is my first quarter note, and I'm gonna, I, I went back later and retracted it. 
I said Bam has scored eight quick points, but him being your best and leading scorer will only go so far. I said he's cooking early, though. Turns out that uh, him being your best and leading scorer took them as far as they needed to go because they got the dub. <laughs> they got the dub, you know. Uh, as far as the rotations were concerned, the only um, the only um, difference for the Hawks was that uh, Wesley Matthews was back, you know. Uh, little side note, there was uh, something that was put out by Hawks PR that um, Wesley Matthews and his father were the first duo to play for the Hawks. Um, yeah, they're like the first father-son duo to ever play for the uh, the Atlanta Hawks. So uh, Wesley Matthews' father, Wesley Matthews Sr., played uh, 150 games with the, with the Hawks through 1980 to 83, 84, and 90. So they became the first father-son duo to play for the Hawks. And after the game, Wesley was like, Hey, I didn't even know that. Like, that's pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? So he was just kind of appreciative of the journey. But, yeah, back to this first quarter. It was ugly. I mean, the Heat shot 68% from the field, 44% from three, and the Hawks were shooting in the 30s. And you simply can't do that. You can't you, – you cannot start a game uh, spotting a team 17 points because you're going to be playing catch-up. And catch-up is what they did. They played catch-up all night long and – uh you just you just can't do that. Second quarter was um, I thought the Hawks played better in the second quarter. Obviously, I thought the Hawks actually played better like the rest of the game. You know, defensively, I thought it went from like just porous to it was better. Right, it was better the the, the second, third, and the fourth quarter. But better's not going to climb you out of a seventeen point hole. Like you have to be like better than better. <laughs> You have to be better than better, right? Which is like, listen, you know what it takes, right? Like, no, like, and all jokes aside, you know what it takes to to, to claw out of a 17-point lead. And you can't just have good defense. Like, it has to be really good. It has to be really good. I thought they shot the ball much better in that second quarter. I mean, they won the quarter by, like, six points. But still, like, it it was – it just needed to be better than that, you know? Um the Heat were kind of showcasing their depth. Jamie Jaquez had 10 points in that second quarter. You're like, yo, who is this dude? You know what I mean? But, like, you know, you got you to gotta shout out their, their their bench players who came in. They made big shots, and, and um, they made plays, man. So um, you're going into halftime, and it's not all bad. Like, it's bad, but it's not like – it's not like, okay, this is just over. Like, in the half, you were only down by 11, right? At one point, of course, they were down by 17. But um, in my notes in the – let me see. Was my third quarter notes? I think it was my third quarter notes. I said, listen, if the Hawks get this thing – I think it was my second quarter notes. Hold on one second. Yeah, it, it was it was the um, second quarter. Um, they were down by 17. I said, if they get this game to like 11 or 12 or 13 points, even before the half, I think they'll be fine. So they go on a road, they go on a run and they cut the lead to 11. You know, Um, you had some good plays by DJ in that first half. And Clint was doing some phenomenal rebounding in this game. Like that's not going to show up on the the stat sheet. But I thought he rebounded the ball really well this um, in that in this game. So 
they make a game of it. You know, 11 points is not really much in an NBA game. They go into that third quarter, and um, you only really have you you have one guy in double figures, and that's Dejounte Murray. One guy in double figures. Trey gets off to another slow start. I thought that the guy they put on Trey was just giving him fit. They they had a forward on him, a Haywood Highsmith, and uh, I I don't. I don't know much about the dude, but he was giving Trey fits, man, and he he's a long, rangy guy. Um, he had the clamps on him, and like I'm, I'm never gonna lie to you, like that first half, he had the cl- the, uh, the clamps on Trey, and he was just like defensively, he was ready for the assignment. And plus, you already know, like Spo was going to, he's going to game plan you. He is like he's still one of the best in the business, man. Like you know. But they threw the Highsmith kid on Trey, and it was giving him fits, man. It was giving him fits. He, he's 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 a long and rangy. He's six five, two twenty, and um, yeah, it, it just you know he stepped up for the moment. So you got to give him props. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, as far as the third quarter is concerned, third quarter was a time that, that DeJounte Murray, he was, he was starting, he was starting to heat up a little bit. Right. And I was like, okay, like we're cooking with something, but they just weren't getting enough stops. Like it just wasn't getting enough stops. Like they were shooting the ball better, but like Miami was still hitting shot after shot after shot. And it was just like, oh my gosh. Like every time you think the Hawks are going to make a run, Miami responded. And and they end up, you know, going 30-30 in that third quarter. Like, DeJounte Murray had 12. And I was like, yo, he was looks like he was shooting from three. Like, he was looking really good. Like, we could do, like, a whole podcast on this new DeJounte Murray, like, year two. Like, he was, just, he was shooting the ball. He was even playing good defense. Like, he was active. It was like, okay, he's trying to put this team on his back. But... You just weren't getting enough stops. Like you were not getting enough stops in that third quarter. And um, at one point, he had a really nice block, man. And 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 the Hawks, like they were kicking up their defense, but like you've already dug yourself a seventeen point hole, man. And it's just like it's so hard to get out of that. And so they would cut the lead down. Miami would go back up. I think even at one point in the third quarter, they were back up by 17. So um, it was a good battle. But at the end of the day, the Hawks were still down 11 because they weren't getting enough stops. So um, fourth quarter begins. They're down by 11 again. I, I wrote in my notes. I was like, do they have enough firepower to be 11 points better in the fourth? And... They almost did. <laughs> they almost did until they didn't, right? I mean, we know that we know how the story we we know how the story ends, but I thought in the fourth quarter, Trey Young started to come alive. Uh he started to come alive. He was four seven in that quarter. Uh he had fourteen points and uh he started to be more aggressive. 
he started to figure things out, but it was like too little too late. It was like too little too late to me, but um, they brought it down to like, I think it was like six or seven, like under like the last like five or six minutes. So there was a, still an opportunity for them to strike, but the the heat just made big basket after big basket, man. Like Kyle Lowry, golly. Listen, if if you if you read my tweets, and I think that last night I said it, I was like, you know what, I, I'm good with the Hawks losing when they lose, whatever, whatever. But like, I do not like when they lose to the Knicks. I do not like when they lose to the Celtics, and I do not like when they lose to Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, oh my god. I could do a whole podcast on how much Kyle Lowry annoys me and like what his game is and like how he moves and how he looks like it just it bugs me. And he made a big basket down the end of the game where he drew a he drew a foul on Clint. It was just the amount of flopping that he does like. But he's not terrible to the point that he's just trash because he makes big shots. Like, he makes big shots. He can shoot. But, like, I mean, I think that he's kind of a dirty player. He He's kind of just like one of those sneaky vet plays. And, and it, it's amazing the amount of stuff that he gets away with. Like, like low-key on, like, some slick stuff. Like, I don't like that. I don't like he Like, he's always been that type of dude. And I just never liked it. I've never appreciated his game like that. But... He makes a big play toward the end, and it kind of like does the Hawks in when he draws a foul on Clint after the Hawks cut it to maybe, I think, five or six. They need a stop, and I think Clint fouls him while he's shooting a three or something like that. But um, they just didn't get enough stops to get back into the game. Well, they got back into the game, but they didn't get enough stops to um, change the outcome of the game. Let me just say that. Um Trey got a tech in the fourth quarter. Um, Quinn got a tech in the first quarter. You know, so th- there was frustration that night, and the guys wanted to win. So, I mean, I will say this. At least they competed. Like, they competed. Because sometimes it's just like, yo, like, do y'all even care? You know what I mean? And to be honest, like, it's hard to go 1,000% for 82 games. But if nothing else, this team showed you that they care. Like, they want, they compete. Like, you're not going to win every game. And you know sometimes you you're gonna lose, and so in the grand scope in the grand scape of things, like yes, you lose, but um, if there is a silver lining, it's that they competed, I guess, right? <laughs> that they competed, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of what it is. So you know, you, you got to move on to the next um, for the Hawks. They face Detroit. Uh, they will have their first um, in season tournament game on Tuesday in Detroit. And Miami is going to continue their uh, their four game road trip um, in San Antonio on tomorrow night. Actually, tonight. Actually, because today's Sunday. So, um, all right. Um, as far as takeaways are concerned, like when I look at the game in its totality, um, I thought the DJ played really well that uh, uh, last night. He, uh, again, like that third quarter, he really tried to pick the team on his back when no one else was really doing anything. But <clears throat> Trey Young, of course, he finished the game with 27 and 11, but he didn't get cooking to the fourth quarter. It was good seeing Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews played seven minutes and scored seven points. 
And uh, I really liked what I saw out of him. Like, he's a vet, you know what I mean? Like, he does have, like, a certain toughness to him. Like, there was a point where he, like, knocked Bama out of bail on his back. And he fouled him, of course. And he kind of just, like, yeah, I did it. Like, it is what it is, right? And, like, there's a, there was a toughness about that. And I tweeted, I was like, yo, if these are what Wesley Matthew minutes are going to be, I'm all for it. Sign it up. Sign me up for it. You know, um, Quinn went nine deep in the rotation and, and AJ Griffin gets a DNP, Garrison Matthews, like all the other guys didn't play. And I think that that's going to be the rotation like that. That eighth, that ninth man is going to be kind of a carousel. Some nights you're going to see AJ. I think some nights you're going to see Wesley. And, you know, you may sprinkle in a little Garrison Matthews. I, I don't I think that's what the rotation is going to be. So um, I think it's going to be on, on a game by game basis. So I don't I don't know what that means for AJ. Right. So let's take a moment here. What does that mean for AJ? What does that mean for his development? Does that mean that he's a part of the long term plans? Does it mean that like, you know, because Quinn was like, you know, sometimes minutes are just hard to give like, to come by. So like, what does that mean? Like, are, are you, you are we are we just gonna stash AJ? Like, you know, because I I believe like you gotta play AJ. Like, I think you gotta play him. I I don't know how you gonna do it, but like, you know, I think you just gotta find you gotta find ways to do it. You know, I think. <sighs> but whose minutes do you take? Right, like whose minutes do you take? You know. Um, so that's the, like, if he's going to play, he's going to have to take somebody's minute. And, and that first eight is, is really good for the Hawks. Like that first eight is really good. Like bogey, Sadiq, Ben, Onyeka, Kongu. Those are three NBA starters. Like those are three NBA starters. And so like, do you cut down their minutes just to get AJ some Griffin, AJ Griffin, some love? Like, I don't know. It's kind of an, it's kind of a hard peculiar position to be in but i and i don't know but and that's why i don't coach nba <laughs> basketball that's why i'm an elementary school teacher and that's why i coach uh elementary kids because i, I don't know how to make these decisions but i i think you got to find some minutes for aj a little bit more consistently i don't know what that's doing for his confidence i don't know like how he's carrying that but I don't know. I just think you got to play. You got to find some minutes for AJ. At the same time, you got to let Wesley play too because I like seeing him play. So <laughs> there's that. And I know that play made a play made no sense, but that's just kind of how I see it. Um, yeah, Trey, I mean, Trey was good in that fourth quarter. DeJounte was, was good, I thought. Um, Trey was actually a plus four all night um, as far as the um, plus minus is concerned. Him and Clint were the only positive plus minus guys for the Hawks in their starting lineup. Uh, Wesley was a plus one too, but just wasn't enough, man. It wasn't enough. As far as takeaways are concerned, are concerned, I, I will say this: you're going to have bad losses. The thing is, when you look back, you don't want to have a lot of bad losses. Tonight, well, last night, the Miami, uh, the Orlando Magic beat the Milwaukee Bucks. So I'm sure, like, on that night. Milwaukee Bucks podcast were like, yo, that is a bad loss. It happens. It happens to Milwaukee. It happens to Philly. And like for perspective, like it's not just your team. It was your team tonight. Like it was the Hawks turn to have a bad loss. And I think it's a bad loss, but I don't think the loss is egregious. 
Like, I don't think it's egregious. And what I mean by that is this. Coming back from Mexico, like, that was a... That wasn't just a regular away game. Like, there was a lot going on there. It it, it was a lot, you know, and, and it was a very intense game. And, like, you know, it was just, like, when did they play the Mexico game? Was it Friday? Was it Thursday? Like, it, it was recent. And, then like, I just think the turnaround was, like, a lot. I think it was a lot. But you still got to handle business. Like, this is a big boy league, right? This is a big boy league. You got plenty of dudes. You got plenty of bodies. And if that was the case, then maybe you should have gone a little deeper. But, um, yeah, you, you got to handle business. Because here's the thing. At the end of the night, at the end of the season, when you got 44 wins and another team has got 43 and another team has 45 and a lot of times teams are going to be jumbled like they are, you're going to look back and you will be like, man, if we could have got that game in Charlotte, if we could have got that game when the Heat didn't even have Jimmy Butler, you're going to want those those games back in that win equity, right? And so, um, yeah, you're just going to want that. This is going to be one that you want back. This is going to be one that you want back, but um, this isn't going to be the first. It's not going to be the last, but um, I I think in perspective, it's a bad loss, but it's not egregious, if that makes sense. But it doesn't really matter because it's still going to go into L column, so it is what it is. Um, I already mentioned before the Hawks' next uh, game, so the Hawks' week is going to look like this. They are um, in Detroit on Tuesday. they have a is that a back to back? Let me see. Let me pull up my schedule really quick because I don't want to give you guys wrong information. Um, they play in Detroit on Tuesday. That is going to be their first game of the in season tournament, uh, and then they have and they do have a back to back. So it's a it's an away home back to back. So you got Detroit on Tuesday, and then they're back against uh, the New York Knicks on Wednesday. So it's a home. I mean, it's a way home back to back Um, to get a day off. And then Philly comes into town. So they have like a a one, two, three, four, a four game homestand. Um, New York, Philly, Indiana and Brooklyn. So, um, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be quite the home trip. But, um, you know, you know what they say, man, got to take care of home. You got to take care of home. I don't care who's coming in. And uh, God, please beat these Knicks. Please beat these. <laughs> I know you want to beat all of them, but Knicks are a good team. They're a good team. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even going to like you know BS you. But Philadelphia is good. Indiana's good. So uh, this is the NBA, man. Everybody's good. Let's just say that everybody's good. Like you got you got games that you should win, um, but everybody's good. I'm not even going to lie to you. Everybody is good. But um, I think that's it, man. I think we're going to put a bow in this. And our next podcast will be, will we have one between now and Detroit? I don't I'm not sure we have one in between now and Detroit. Maybe we'll do a Detroit preview uh, on tomorrow. Uh, maybe we'll just, because we have kind of a day off. So maybe I'll do, we'll do a quick uh, Detroit preview. And um, maybe I'll preview Detroit and New York. Maybe I'll do that. So maybe on Monday, uh, we'll do a Detroit and a New York preview. Don't hold me to that because if I don't, then you know, <laughs> then you'll just have the the post game after after the Detroit game on Tuesday. So it shouldn't be too long without a podcast. I'm sure you'll be fine. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna put a bow on this podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the support. Uh, retweets and reshares are always appreciated. Um, 
connect with us on our social media and don't forget to drop us a five star rating in the podcast community that really helps us out like we always say man god is good all time and all time god is good so if you don't know him you need to find him showing some love because that is all he is showing you l-o-v-e love we out peace everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.